into Russian football, English football and so on and so forth. But we're going to discuss that in just a few minutes with our guys in the first part and the first segment. In part two we have Andy Mack. Uh, he's going to be talking about the Six Nations and also we have special guests in from Rugby Club Philly. They're going to speak about rugby in Russia and of course uh, Russia played this weekend unfortunately were beaten by Romania in a World Cup uh, qualifier but there's there's still hope yet. Uh, our good friend uh, Vasily Temiev is back in the national team of course as well. So that's in part two. In part three we have a surprise addition to our team who is going to be calling us all the way from Italy. Yeah, from Italy. And, uh, of course, we have the big, fat, filthy quiz. But before I say anything else, we have great gifts to give away. So, plus seven ninety five one 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 zero five three. what do you have to do? You simply have to uh, send hashtag capital rugby. Yeah, capital rugby. That's all you have to do. And you'll win one of three prizes. For the first place, there's a lovely gift pack from Rugby Club Philly and two more prizes as well. Okay, so that's plus seven ninety five one 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 zero five three hashtag rugby uh, hashtag capital rugby there you go okay now of course uh, I'll speak with futsal in a moment with Andrew Flint but of course the FA Cup is ongoing right now Bournemouth are nil nil with Boreham Wood uh, earlier on today Nottingham Forest they shocked shocked and this could be possibly the last game in charge for Brendan Rodgers uh, Nottingham Forest beat Leicester City 4-1 Liverpool of course 3-1 winners earlier on today over Cardiff City uh, Rangers and Celtic both won today Celtic 4-0 over Motherwell and Rangers 5-0 over Heart of Midlothian and starting right now of course is the African Cup of Nations final between Senegal and Egypt ok we were th- we figured that Egypt would get there Senegal they kind of are surprise packets but there you go ok um what else has been? Of course, the Winter Olympics, I mentioned, has started. We look at the medals table right now. Norway are top with two gold and a bronze. A very controversial gold for the very first gold medal of the Olympics, really. We'll speak about that in a moment. Sweden in second place with two golds. Russia, or the, the Russian Olympic Committee, they are in third with a gold, two silver and two bronze. Uh, then Germany, Netherlands, and of course New Zealand, they've also won a medal. They have won a Run, or won a gold, excuse me, and China won a gold as well. Okay, so I'm going to start off straight away because uh, I'm going to welcome um, Andrew Flint all the way from Two Men and, of course, Issa Cody from Dublin and hopefully Kieran Stewart from London. Guys, are you there with me? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yeah. All right. And Andrew Flint? No, Andrew Flint. There you Andrew go. Andrew is met us he just appears to have left the call all right andrew you have to try and call back in uh sorry about that buddy um you have to try and get back in okay um straight away i want to just ask uh I, I don't okay andrew we we can't get you back in the other two guys are here so hopefully you'll be able to call back in okay um I'm going to start straight away. Isolt, the Winter Olympics, uh, right away before we go into football the Winter Olympics the first gold medal was a bit of a surprise wasn't it for a norwegian Yes, so Therese Johan, um, her previous records would indicate she is a cross-country skier. She has now won a gold, but she previously has served a ban for doping. And her, sorry, her reasoning, I'm not going to call it an excuse, but it was accepted as a reason, was that the, her sun cream for her lips, which obviously would be a key thing in a sport like cross-country skiing or in any skiing event similar to cricket because of the exposure levels and the temperatures, uh, that it was, it had a tainted substance. So, you know, we've we've heard a lot of unusual ones. It was on the was package, a... though. It's written on the package. Yeah. It's written so on the package. Was... Doping. Like, like very, very clearly. So there's no two ways about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there you go. That's, that's, uh... and of course, but... the Norwegians are all very, very sickly and ill with asthma because, of course, they had, like, their supplies caught at the last Olympic Games, if you remember that. Yes. And I, I think 
it's not a, it's not exactly the best of starts to an Olympic Games that is already being marred by athlete complaints to have a person who has served a doping ban winning the first gold. And that's just a personal opinion. But the Games have got off to a start, not necessarily the glittering start one would like. There are complaints from teams about COVID isolation wards. Um, there have been instances where one person was erroneously placed in a COVID isolation ward and turned out not to have any symptoms or indeed not to have had a positive test. There are over 350 athletes currently have tested positive and it just basically sounds like COVID is one issue but also the temperatures are actually for a Winter Olympics are causing a severe issue because of wind chill factors yeah, bring, I heard that, yeah. bring down, yeah. And of course, the, the uh, downhill men's downhill was cancelled uh, today, mm. uh, this morning. Uh, Thierry Villeray is going to be covering that for his uh, French channel. And of course, uh, he's going to mention to us as well. OK, um, straight away, I'm going to go up to uh, Kieran. Kieran, um, the draw for the next round of the FA Cup is, uh, has been made. Uh, we know who's playing who. Uh, of course, Manchester United going out to Middlesbrough was a bit of a shocker on penalties. Um, but looking through the draw, Crystal Palace, Stoke City, Peterborough, Man City, Middlesbrough... Spurs, Nottingham Forest, of course, coming through today, and then they're playing Huddersfield, Luton against Chelsea, Liverpool, Norwich City, Everton against to, to be decided, and Southampton, West Ham. Of course, it'll be the winner mm -hmm. of Bourne, Bournemouth and Boreham Wood. Um, which which result this weekend has shocked you the most, Kieran? Um, I'd have to probably say the Middlesbrough result versus May United. Uh, that was a bit of a shock. Um, but I have to say, Man United didn't play awfully. But if I was a United fan, the the handball would I'd, I'd it'd still be hurting now because I know they said it was accidental, but it's it's helped control it to keep the ball or to keep control of it, which then led to him passing that ball to get an assist to score a goal. And I know the rules are. Whatever, whatever they are, but it just it just seemed a bit wrong at the time. Um, but yeah, that's the one that sort of surprised me the most. Okay, now uh, just um, Andy Mack is covering for us the uh, Africa of Nations. There's a penalty for Senegal. Players then injured, so um, we'll see what's happened. The game is only a few minutes old. Uh, so it's three minutes in, and yeah, so a penalty. Uh, listen, before we, we get the update from Andy Mack about the African Cup of Nations final, um, Kieran, what, what was the most uh, you know, surprising transfer of this window for you? Because, I mean, it closed the, the day after we were speaking, and yeah. it, it was, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of movement, was it? It was kind of, it was interesting, but not, not massively interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, it felt like a little bit of an anti-climax, only, only because of the last day, I think people were expecting some drama, uh, but it seemed like the drama came the, the few days before that, the few days prior, and a lot of the big deals got done before the last day of the of the transfer window. Um, I would say Bruno Garamesh um, going to Newcastle was a massive shock for me. I think when when you first heard the news, um, I, I wanted to hear confirmation from from our sources of where it was true. And when they said it was, it, I was quite blown away by that. Um, I think it was 15 million euro deal in the end uh, with all the ad additional payments to, to whoever. But you've got to say for Newcastle, that's, that's an absolutely exceptional uh, purchase considering he was well sought after from some of the best clubs in Europe. OK, um, it was one that, you know, of course, is he going to go there for the money? Yeah, of course he will. But also, 
That's that's. Uh, I think it's a great buy for for Newcastle. I remember when you guys were wrapping up everything on Monday evening. Mm-hmm. Um, that like from you and Steve, were you're both saying that really is a big one. Um, what about Arsenal? Because Arsenal fans weren't happy with the transfer window. No, there's been a, been a lot of uh, uproar about the the, the lack of. Uh, purchases during the transfer window. Uh, they managed to get a, a couple of players in, um, but I think Ma- Matty Turner, goalkeeper, um, he'll be joining Arsenal, and uh, uh, Trusty, Austin Trusty, who uh, is currently going to stay with Colorado Rapids, then he's going to be loaned out next season to a European club to gain some experience. But other than that, nothing for Arsenal. A lot of players went out. Bamiang went out on, on the, what, the last day as well. Um, that was one that probably hurt a lot of Arsenal fans considering there was no replacement to bring in. But Bamiang at the time hasn't been used. It, you can say that um, they should have some sort of backup to fall back on if um, because if, if they don't get into Europe this season, there's going to be a lot of uproar from, from Arsenal fans. And, 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 and to be fair, it's justified as well um, if they are willing to let all these players go and not bring anyone in. Uh, it's, a, it's a big risk, um, but which, it, it remains to be seen. Of course, no, that, that's a very, very good point, actually. It is a risk if you don't, if you don't strengthen. Because uh, Aubameyang, OK, he is, he's a terrific player. He he wanted out, but at the same time, you know, you need to get someone in at the same level at least to, to keep mm-hmm. the, the, the movement going. Because, you know, Arsenal doing quite well. Um, that penalty was missed. Uh, Sadio Mane missed. It was saved. And Boreham Wood are 1-0 up against Sportsman. That could be a bit of a shocker there, OK? Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's a good one. That's Andy might keep us updated with that. All right, so it is a bit, just over half an hour gone, uh, about 35 minutes gone in that. Uh, Andy Mac, uh, Mark Ricketts, second goal of his career. There you go, Mark Ricketts, sec for Boreham uh, Wood. Um, Easel, just looking at uh, Spurs, okay, transfer window aside, uh, you know, they're looking good, beating Brighton 3 1 yesterday. Uh, that draw with Middlesbrough, would you be worried about that, or do you think, ah, you know, this is your year? <laughs> no Spurs fan has ever started a sentence with this is our year um, I would think that look Spurs have we've seen a few departures in the transfer window we've seen a few replacements not many are new additions I think our, we're one of those teams that unlike our friendly neighbours Arsenal we were happy to see some of our departures and they were necessary um, and, like Deli Ali? Deli Ali he wasn't right. Like three successive managers have tried to get what Potch got out of him and it just didn't seem to be happening. So I suppose there comes a point where if someone's not going to work for a manager, he's an expensive player to have on a bench, kind of. That would be the view. Or he's a wasted talent, maybe, that would work in someone else's team. And that's the way you have to look at these things. Kieran, um, I'm just going to ask Kieran. Now, Kieran, do you reckon that Deli Ali, like, I mean, was he a waste of space in the, in the Spurs side? Uh, there was something wrong there. There was definitely something wrong. Um, I don't know whether it's he's, he needs a new challenge, he needs a new scenery, but something just wasn't clicking with Deli Ali. And, and many a manager have tried. It, it feels like he needs a certain type of manager to to make him tick. Um, Mourinho tried it. It, it. No matter how much Mourinho tries to be the nice guy, it's it's going to come out in the end. He's going to get frustrated and he's going to start calling you lazy and this and that. So um, yeah, I, I, I think. I think it's it's a good move for him. It's a good move for Everton. I think. Okay. No, I, I agree. I think Everton did very well to get him. Um, Issa, but just looking just purely at this game with Middlesbrough. Okay, it's on March second, ten forty-five hour Moscow time. Um, I mean, Spurs do have the ability. They're a, a, you could call them a cup team, traditionally a cup team. 
Um, yeah. And if you get through that, I mean, you know, it still looks very, very difficult. I mean, there's a lot of good teams in there. Like Southampton, West Ham is going to be a... I, I, I wouldn't back West Ham in that one. But would you, would you really think, though, that if they get a nice draw, they could actually, you know, move ahead, maybe, you know, a final at least? I would like to think they could move ahead. And I think maybe Kieran has just hit on the point very well there that the biggest shock for a lot of us wasn't actually Leicester going out. It was Man United going out to Middlesbrough. And if you base it on that, then we should like to think, as a Spurs supporter, I would like to think we get past Middlesbrough. What happens after that? It's the look of the draw, I think, at that point. Because you could get a tough draw. There are some good teams still in this competition. And there are some teams who are much better than our form is currently. Well, that, that is true. I mean, there's a lot of good teams. Um, looking at some of the, the, the transfers that could still be happening, because one thing that I, I just wanted to bring up, unfortunately, I, I, we can't get Andrew on the call, but um, Kieran, uh, I'll, I'll ask this, and I'll go back to you with this very quickly on this as well, Isolt. Uh, I mentioned, or I mentioned on Monday evening, um, the, the issue over Brexit. I, 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 could you explain how it has hit English clubs who would normally maybe get a, a player from a, you know, a, a mid-ranking German side in like a lower level you know, Premier table team or even a championship team and strengthen up? Um, what has been the effect been of, of Brexit on, on the British football scene? Um, play, clubs have to think more carefully before they make their purchases because um, there's a lot, of, a lot more red tape. Um, I think... Someone mentioned it the other day that uh, uh, to, the loan systems are a little bit different, um, but yeah, it's, it, it has it has it has caused a few issues. Um, but what can we do? We we have to we have to move on. We have to get on with it, and um, I'm sure they get used to it in the future. Okay, so you you mentioned underage players. I mean, a lot of Irish players now, as you know, as, as Kieran knows, and actually Kieran's happy about it. They're actually going into Italy and Germany and even France to go play their football. Um, I mean, and the reason is because Irish players can't go to the UK before they're until they're eighteen or above. Um, do you think that's that's positive for for football in Ireland, for example? Uh- well, look, it's limiting where players can go in terms of being in being in England for Irish people is so relatively near to home. And for younger players in particular, they're home quite easily to family if needs be. If they get homesick, there's the option of coming back much easier than if you go further afield. But perhaps for Irish players, it might develop a different skill set that they may not necessarily have developed. So if they're going, we saw Rob Heffernan, uh, who's an Irish Olympian. Um, I think it's his son is after going to Milan recently in the last week. U- so uh, it's- Udinese. Udinese was it? Or was, was it Inter Milan? It? Was it Inter Milan? Then? Sorry, yeah, Udinese is in my mind. So yeah, yeah, I know. When players go further afield, you bring back different skill sets from different competitions. Playing in English football is different to playing in German football, and perhaps it might be a good thing. It's also going to be a good thing for English clubs in the sense that this is an opportunity to really use academies, and I think that's important because I think there's a good thing to having players play with clubs that they have grown up in, or at least that they're familiar with, particularly at a younger age, because it means they're going through a system and they're around people that are in their lives constantly. They're not just moving from A to B. And okay. I think that's important. No, no, I agree. Uh, yeah, go on, Kieran. I agree. Right, no, I, I, I completely agree what you just said there. Um, and I think surely this should be a, another opportunity for the Irish leagues to sort of step mm. up their game and, and create different partnerships with other clubs and other countries as well, rather than just the same old England, how much they really got out of them. Um, it'd be 
the Irish League definitely need to sort of step up their game and completely. Yeah, no, I agree. And they need to get more money for players as well. So that's that's another thing. Yeah. Before we go now, I just want to have a couple of minutes here. I want to ask you guys about this. Uh, Brian Flores, who was sacked uh, there not so long ago by the Miami Dolphins uh, as their head, co- head coach, um, he is taking a number of teams to court, including the New York Giants, the uh, Denver Broncos. Um, I think he's even named Bill Belichick, the Patriots coach, uh, in his uh, suit. Um and it was all over, he felt that he's being discriminated against because of his race. Um, in the NFL, of course, it's the Rooney Rule. Rooney Rule means that they have to, for every head coaching job, they have to interview a person of colour or a minority, uh, from a minority background. Um, Kieran, just start with you. Now, just we'll end up with, with uh, Easels. Um, could that rule work in England? Because they were always mentioned in relation to Chris Hutton, that if it was in, then he would have a better chance of a job. Um, mm. Would it work in English football? Um, I don't think it would work in English football. Um, I think we have to look at why there's the Rooney Rule in the first place and how many people were overlooked previously. Um, and has that had any detrimental effect on on black people, um, black coaches going for these roles anyway? with a mindset they thinking, what's the point? Or what's the point in getting into management? What's the point in getting into coaching? Uh, because I'm not going to get these opportunities. Uh, so we should be in a situation where we are having to push through black coaches to, to, um, to sort of force them, people into making the decision or give them a, a, an opportunity when the opportunity might not have been there in the first place. Ah, and it's just done because of the colour of their skin. The ticket box, um, yeah. It should be, it, yeah, it should, no one wants that. No one wants to be uh, a token. No. Um, I... And that's 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 where the problem is with, with this. Um, but what people do need is they need equal opportunities. They need more open-minded people at the top um, because it is a bit outdated. And, yeah, um, and, and people like Patrick Vieira showing that, uh, he's a top-class coach, and and he's doing things with a Crystal Palace team that many other managers have tried to do. There you um, go. And he's doing that. Will hopefully um, push forward uh, and uh, more open-mindedness for for chairman going forward. No, I, I go on that. Listen, Issa, I'm, not, I'm going to skip you on this now. I'm sorry, because I, as you mentioned, uh, Andrew Flint is on there. Andrew, very quickly, the final result was not in Russia's in Russia's favour in the Euro Futsal Championship. No, no, unfortunately not. Um, went 2-0 up, uh, some stopping mistakes. Portugal are very experienced and they've got a lot of pedigree winning in club competitions and they, they came back into it, scored uh, right at the death to make it 4-2 when Russia were chasing the game. But um, they, they weren't outclassed. Okay. They were outclassed four years going against Spain, but not this time. Good. Okay, Isol, uh, just quick 10 seconds from you. Uh, sorry, on the Rooney rule, a good or bad idea and um, should it be brought into English football? As Kieran put it perfectly, the Rooney rule isn't, it's there for a good intention, but the problem is the pathways in the first place. Sort them out and you don't need the Rooney rule because you have inclusivity. 
Oh, li- yeah, listen, the, the brilliant. Listen, thank you so much. I've got Andrew on the very, very end. Esau, thank you very much. Kieran, as always, a pleasure. Absolutely brilliant. Again, folks, the Transfer Exchange Show, the best source of news for football transfer and football news as well. Okay, so thank you, guys. Um, we're going to go out to the break right now. We're running over time, but uh, we're going to go out because we've started. We're going to continue on. This is the Black Eyed Peas, and let's get started. Back after this with Rugby Talk. Capital Sports. With Alan Moore.
the capital. Join us on a journey. From the beach to the dance floor. Chicane presents Sunsets. Каждое воскресенье в 11 вечера провожаем отличный уикенд. Встречаем новую неделю. Welcome back and I hope you're all started at home and enjoying the show so far. Okay, uh, remember, plus 795-1111-053, hashtag capital, sport, uh, capital rugby, not capital sports, capital rugby and you can win one of three prizes. It's a really lovely gift package you're going to get if you win the first prize and we've got two more prizes as well, all from our guests today, Rugby Club Philly. We're going to speak to them in one moment. Of course, this segment is brought to you by Match Business Consulting, your one-stop shop for all your sports, marketing and events needs. Okay. Okay, uh, straight away, I'm going to speak to a man who's, well, his kilt was above his head yesterday. Andy Mack, you're a happy man today. The kilt's flopped back down today, yeah. That's good. Thanks be to goodness for that. We didn't need to see what was underneath. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, Andy, but you're, 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 you're relaxed and also Celtic winning today, Celtic beating Rangers last week as well. It's been a pretty, you know, three in a row for you, three good things. Yeah, it's quite strange. Um Hopefully the rest of the year continues like that. <laughs> oh, we all wish it would. Okay, so I am delighted. Of course, in studio we have two guests from uh, Rugby Club Philly. Uh, they are from the first team and representing the club, of course, on the field and off the field. Uh, Mikhail Musin, a very warm welcome. Um, hello, Alan. Hello. <laughs> okay, and uh, Vladimir Pavchinsov, you're very welcome. Hello, hello to all. <laughs> the, the guys are ner- Wait, I just asked, is this both your first time on radio? Uh, yes, yep. it feels the same. Over. Do you see? And they're already in tune, <laughs> folks. That's what rugby brings to you, right? Um, okay, Andy Mack, just want to quickly look back and look ahead. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, Scotland win in 2017 over England, Ireland battering Wales 29-7, and today France 37-10 over Italy. Um, were Ireland that good or just Wales that awful? Um, I think a little bit of both, really. Um, I, I think poor hands... Uh, Ireland probably could have won that going towards 60. Um, I'd say Wales, probably the front five in their squad, aren't up to scratch. They've got injuries, performed badly. Um, Wales's back row, I think, stopped it being an, an absolute massacre. Uh, but Ireland definitely look like they, they've shed a bit of rustiness. They were direct, a threat, um, and used their plays very carefully to get men wide in support. And I've think they were fully deserved and I think it's now down between Ireland and France in my opinion and we'll, we'll see. Okay and that's of course next week we'll, mention, we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, one thing I, I, I will mention about both the Scotland and England games uh, the referees I thought were quite well they were favouring the home sides in both of them and I'm saying that as an Irishman. Um, do you think the referee was, was not that great yesterday? For which game? Uh, both games. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, no, England. England, okay, England gave away a lot of penalties, um, but Ireland, they didn't give away a single penalty in the first half. That's a bit unusual, isn't it? Very unusual, um, especially in, in in such a fast-paced game like that. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's so difficult in rugby to 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 get the little small decisions right sometimes, and I think you end up favouring uh, teams that are dominating games. 
Um, I think that's just the way it's, it's always been. But yeah, a couple of a couple of decisions that probably should have gone the other way, if you want to call it that. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Okay, um, Scotland were deserving winners because I felt they held their nerve very, very well. England messed up, and of course, the stupid um, yellow card as well, quite close to the end, which was a penalty try uh, given away by. Uh, well, Cowan Gate or Cowan Dickey, whatever he's called. Um, I mean, that, that was that was nuts. Um, I, like, I mean, do you think that because Eastall, for example, was very pessimistic about Scotland? But do you think Scotland they can have a good run? They can maybe finish maybe second or third, maybe. I think they can have a good run. I, I just don't think England uh, are as good as, as what they have been in previous years. So yeah, it was a great win. I think people calling Scotland world class. I think the big one for me, is Finn Russell had a good game against England, yeah. uh, mixed up with his kicking. I think he was the difference in terms of having a bit of rugby now, which uh, England did not, effectively. Um, so I think going forward, uh, the, 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 the tough one for me, I think, will, will, will be France, uh, and I think Scotland will give away a lot of penalties against them. But good, confident win. I think the last time... In, uh, Scotland won two Calcutta Cups in a row. They won the Six Nations in 1984. In, yeah, that's what I was going to say. 83 84 was the last time they had back to back. So, yeah, it was a good one. Okay. So, um, a good omen. It is a good omen. Not good for Ireland, but good for Scotland. Um, Michael, you watched the games yesterday, yeah? Yep. And which, which of them do you think, do you, from your view so far of the games, um, do Ireland look like potential Grand Slam winners? Uh, yes, I think uh, after. After yesterday's games, uh, Ireland is one of the main favourites that should win the Grand Slam. Uh, but uh, before yesterday, I, my, I expected another. <laughs> Who did you think was going to be the best team? That's only the first game, and uh, everything will be. Uh, maybe another uh, in future. I think uh, England may. That's may, may oh. Did it better. I don't know. Vladimir, do you agree? Do you think that, that, that Ireland. We couldn't win the Grand Slam, or do you think maybe France or England can shock them? Uh, uh, it be closer to the mic, yeah, that's it. Yes, I agree with uh, Mikhail. I think that uh, it's not a uh, good result for that was uh, yesterday and in the future. We will see what will be in the future. Okay, well, let's talk about the fishing net right now. So, um, Wales against Scotland, that is on Saturday. That is a 5.15 kickoff. Then at 8.45, it is France and Ireland in the Stade de France. Um, Andy, Scotland going down to the Millennium Stadium, uh, is that going to be a happy hunting ground for them? Um, traditionally not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I seem to remember one win. It's maybe two wins over the last decade, so not a particularly good hunting ground at all. Okay, uh, but the Wales have been so poor in that first game. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's not not going to be a case of a rocket up their backside for game two. Okay, uh, but I fear it will be tight. Well, listen, we <laughs> hopefully Scotland, Scotland backsides are tight so they won't get that rocket. Um, <laughs> the, the one thing I want to say is that we, uh, when we're doing the picks, of course, on Capital Sports, our team, and uh, yourself and myself are 100% right now. We, we picked uh, Ireland, Scotland and France. The others didn't. They, they picked um, uh, England over Scotland. So are you going for Scotland or Wales in this game? I, I, I have to go Scotland, really, don't I? Um, but I think if I was thinking about winning this tournament and taking it seriously, I'd probably pick Wales. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, would you go for Scotland? Anyway? Okay. Uh, France and Ireland. Uh, who are you going for in that one? Um, France for me. 
Okay, all right, France, all right. Uh, Italy, England. Okay, England, okay. Let's just, <laughs> let's just leave that there. Right. We don't need to go on that. Um, what do you like for, for next week, uh, Mikhail? Wales or Scotland? Who do you think is going to bring uh, home? I prefer Scotland too. Because, oh. Uh, uh, because uh, Wales was not good at all, I think. Oh, okay. That's, that is fair enough. Okay. Um, Vladimir, Ireland or France? Ireland. Ar- Ireland. Oh, very confident. He said us right away. Andy, you, you, you go for Ireland as well? No, I, 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 I think France. France might just be a, be a little bit too good. I, I know Ireland have got quite a good record in France, but I think uh, they, they they might struggle a little bit with the pace and power of the backs, but we'll see. Yeah, Thierry Fildery, he picked France from the very start. He said they're going to win the Six Nations. So that's, he did say that on, on the air, like um, in our last show before New Year on the 30th of December. Um, okay, Italy and England, Michael. Uh, England, uh, I think uh, they should... Uh, um, England. England? Of course, England. Change, of course. Uh, they're lucky. <laughs> because yeah. Italy is the best uh, way to, <laughs> to do it. <laughs> yeah, to get a good points. All right. Um, okay. Uh, now, before we go, Andy, Andy's on the line because he's got a couple of questions for the boys as well. So, um, you're both in from Rugby Club Philly. Uh, Mikhail, how old is the club? When was it started, uh, founded? Uh, club was founded uh, in 1961, and his name was Senator. Uh, it was uh, uh, Druzba. Yeah. Yep, uh, little later, like, it, yeah. uh, its uh, name was uh, Krylisovetov in, uh-huh. in this structure. And uh, in uh, 1967, it became a name named Philly. Uh, oh, okay. And, uh, so you've got two birthdays, basically. Yep. One one for the club oh, and yeah. then one for the name. All right, that's yep. a nice one. Okay. Is that, how many teams are in Philly? Because you're an, uh, amateur, you're an amateur club, so not professional. So an amateur yep, club. Well, how many teams are you amateur, got? and uh, now we have uh, uh, two children. Teams uh, mixed. Uh, uh, one team was uh, uh, two thousand seven and two thousand uh-huh. uh, eight uh, years of old, and the junior mixed uh, team of uh, two thousand nine. Yeah, that's how my, my son plays with yeah. that team, so they, they did that. Okay, um, and, and yeah. uh, we have uh, the men's non-professional uh, amateur team has now. We resumed uh, training after performing in the last year in the Federal League. It's a uh, uh, part of the Russian Championship, uh, but for amateur team. Yeah. Oh, no, I know you're playing the, the Moscow Division. It's, it's the third league in uh, Russia. Yes, of course. Professional league, high, high league, and uh, next it's Federal League. Okay, because I know I played Federal League it's as well. It's a good level. Yeah. It is, it is, it is. And there's a lot of good... I mean, uh, we know for, I guess, before Moscow Dragons, of course, there were a lot of guys who played... Top level rugby in Ireland, Wales, Japan, and then they all you know come here to work and keep playing. But um, Vladimir, you you you're an initiator for the like uh, sort of a beginners team, like a new newcomers to rugby, correct? Yes, it's uh, our reality, reality of uh, Russian rugby. We like uh, all not uh, professional teams invite players uh, this and without uh, experience in rugby. Uh, sometimes uh, come those uh, who uh, have never played in rugby. Uh, and for this guy, we have created a section for beginners. Ah, okay. Uh, uh, it's for adults who have never played rugby uh, or training uh, for a long time ago. Andy Mack, are you going to join in? I'm too decrepit for that. These <laughs> days, I, I think they're the first uh, team who did such training. Really? For beginners. Other teams invite beginners too, it's really. But uh, they train all of these guys with a main team. 
Ah, and um, it's very hard for them and, because uh, they have to come up immediately. They, they don't understand what's going on. on the exactly, field. and you can lose them right away. Um, but one one thing on that, and we'll ask you where where time the trainings take place. But where is uh, Rugby Philly? Where is the stadium? If people want to go along, uh, our stadium located in uh, the west of Moscow. It's uh, uh, Bolshaya Filovskaya, uh, yeah. twenty seven uh, A. Uh, now it's. Uh, uh, it's old stadium, but uh, now it's uh, we have a problems. I know. And you, you had a question on that. Yeah, it's 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 been a while since I've been down that neck of the woods. But uh, what's what's actually happening with the stadium now? Uh, now is uh, uh, it was a stadium of uh, Roscosmos. Roscosmos, yeah. Yep, uh, yeah. But now they sold it uh, to another company. Uh, it's a private company, and uh, they wants to. Uh, Built on this place, uh, another uh, sports object. Uh, it's for handball, uh, for championship, uh, world championship of 2026. I oh, think. okay, okay. So, uh, okay. and uh, maybe uh, in um, several years uh, we will lost it. So, so what 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 needs to be done? I mean, uh, will you have a place to play? Uh, now we, uh, it's our home, and uh, now we don't have another place uh, for for our team. Uh, we uh, we now trying to uh, find uh, any uh, built in this area, any field in this region. Uh, it, it's really, yeah, because it's a very old settled region, and you know that area well, don't you? Like we we've been there a few times in Philly, haven't we? I, I I certainly have, but um, yeah. I, I think I've, I think I've only ever been to the stadium once, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, I suppose there's plenty of places if if, if people are, are willing to to sell up or, or or rent out space for fields there. There's there's lots of opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's terrific as well. I mean, the facilities are brilliant. Even the, the, the sports, the sports center for us, Cosmos. I mean, it's it, it indoors and out is very, very good. Um, if people want to get involved, for example, just for kids, when, where, like, where, what time is training or what days are training on for kids? Uh, f- we have uh, trainings for kids uh, on, uh, I think, on uh, Monday, Monday, Friday, and and Wednesday as well. Sorry, yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday yeah, yeah. I just seen yeah. Uh, our trainers uh, now we have we have uh, more trainers than it was uh, a year ago. Uh, great men now is, uh, try try to training uh, with uh, boys and girls. Uh, uh, he was uh, Russian national team player, and uh, now he has uh, helped our trainers to uh, get better. Uh, because I mean, you actually do, it is mixed as boys and girls play like in the 2009. Well, you know, we're like 10, 11, 12 year olds. It's open for boys and girls. Um, okay. And I mean, uh, like what, what time do the beginners train? What days? For beginners, if you want to try rugby, uh, we wait you in uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Saturday, and uh, in uh, 8 p.m. Oh, 8 p.m. Okay, so it's. Okay, on, uh, on the Philly Stadium. Uh, Andy, there you go. Eight, eight o'clock on a, on a Tuesday. Do you want to? Do you fancy going down? <laughs> um, I think one crash ball, and I will be crashed. Well, listen, <laughs> you, can, you can play full back. Just get the ball and lamp it forward. Let everyone else do the running. Well, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You see, I've got a very recruited player for you. All right, um, Andy. Uh, before we go away, I just want to ask you a question. Just in terms of community clubs in Scotland, okay? Um, how important is community rugby? Well, community sport, but let's say community rugby. 
Uh, I'd, I'd say it's it's de- developed massively. I'd say there was a big difference when when I was a child that there wasn't really that many opportunities outside of school to get involved. But certainly now, I'd say most of the country uh, there are clubs that are set up with certain training. It, it happens even for kids that are sort of almost three and four. They're starting to do clubs for you know uh, like hands hand to eye coordination training, kicking, understanding, practicing passing. So that that's really changed a lot in the last 10 years. Uh, and I think it's making a big difference. Okay. Um, no, that's, no that, that's great. Um, before we go away, guys, uh, of course, again, the presence, folks, you've got only, you've got five more minutes to get your messages in. Hashtag Capital Rugby plus 795 SMS or on WhatsApp. Um, before we go away, guys, um, if people want to help or get involved, you're, you're organising di- uh, this coming weekend, isn't uh, it? Yes, uh, uh, next weekend, uh, our uh, uh, local uh, uh, regional ex- community, yeah, yeah. Yep, uh, community is a uh, um, organised uh, collection uh, signatures uh, of signatures uh, for save the stadium and uh, we will uh, uh, let to see uh, to have every, every man to help us uh, to okay. to make this uh, our our dream true to save exactly. our stadium and uh, to 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 save our history and uh, our uh, honor okay and save rugby as well okay thank you i know the guys are going to stay on with us for the quiz so vladimir thank you very much and uh, Michael as well, thank you very much. Andy, thank you very much. Are you be back with us in a few minutes for the quiz, correct? Yep, yeah, okay. I'll be, I'll be here. Lovely. I've got a lovely song for you as well, so you're going to enjoy it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you will have fun. Okay, folks, uh, that segment was brought to you by Match Business Consulting. Remember, you can get your perfect sports ambassador to spread your brand around the world on match-business.com. We're going into the jungle with ex-ambassadors. Back after this with the Big Fat Filthy Quiz. Sports with Alan Moore. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and hope you enjoyed the last little uh, musical interlude. It is still nil-nil between Senegal and Egypt in the African Cup of Nations final, and it is still one-nil between Bournemouth and in the second half against Bournemouth. So, could be in for a big FA Cup shock. Um, Michal, before we go on, um, how many times have Philly been champions of Russia? Uh, Philly was uh, five times champions, and the first uh, champions of Russia as well, weren't they? Uh, no, no, no. Oh. Uh, it was. Uh, uh, Soviet Union. Ah, Soviet Union, of course. But five times <laughs> champion of Russia. Soviet Union. Of Soviet Union. And uh, in Russian times, it uh, was uh, third place uh, once. Okay. D- great history. History, <laughs> history, success. Okay. Now, before we go to the quiz, uh, I'm delighted to welcome in uh, to our show. I just want to say a couple of words today and then join in with the quiz. Uh, Alina Miyakova, you're very welcome back onto Capital Sports. And how is Bella Italia? Thank you. Nice to meet you again. The Italy is good, but right now I got the positive test like what? five days ago. Yeah, and I should stay in the hotel like for <laughs> seven days. So I'm on quarantine. Oh no! Are you the just impression of Italy? <laughs> okay, now we just had to say that, of course, Alina. She's been a regular in the studio and on the line with us, of course, um, and she has signed a contract with Hellas Verona in Syria ah, and Italy. So congratulations on that. Um, Thank you. When are you expecting to get out of uh, isolation and how goes the food? I think like in a few days. So tomorrow I will have the first test. I hope it will be negative. So I need to do reduce the another one. And after I can like walk and like get out of isolation. So the food, like, uh, we order the food, but because it's like few players who got tested positive, so we survive. <laughs> oh, God. So a few players tested positive? Yeah. Before the last game, uh, last weekend, it was like seven players. Right now, it's just, I think, three. Oh, my God. That's just unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> it is so bad with COVID. Okay, all right. We can go on about that, but we won't. So, listen, I know that you are going to uh, join us for the quiz, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that confidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So, in the studio, Mikhail, he is going to do the scoring. He kindly offered to do the scoring. Vladimir is going to take part. And in order, not in order of any order, well, just, just as the list we made up <laughs> we went on there, it's uh, Andy. Andy Mack, you're still there? I'm here. Hello, Glad he- to be at the front for you. <laughs> I'll be reaching around to you in a moment, don't worry. Um, Isil Cody, you're there? 
coming in behind Andy Mack. Yeah. Oh, she's whoa! <laughs> We've got an easel sound, it's lovely. Vladimir's here in the studio with us. Alina's there with us in quarantine in Italy. Andrew Flint, you're yeah. there with us? <laughs> yeah? Well, I, I don't know if I'm bringing up the rear or not where I am this train, but I'm here. <laughs> oh, this is like human centipede already. And Double N, you're there with us. You're at the back of the train. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you sound like in a big <laughs> vacuum or something. He's like, double going, what the hell am I doing here? Okay, right. So here we go. Uh, of course, the first one you have to you have to guess, first of all, the country and then the club, okay? This is the club song. So, Andy, this one is for you, all right? So I know you like it. You're a fan of this club. Here you go. Okay, country and club. <laughs> I, I couldn't make out any of that. Uh, I'm going to say Italy. No, it's Brazil. Uh, <laughs> uh, Santos. No, Botafogo. Botafogo. There you go. So, Botafogo. Unlucky. Unlucky. All right, Easel Cody, this one is for you. I know you'll like this. This is. I'm going to play the start of it, and then just like I'll skip on it because it is. It's, it's quite a good anthem. So here you go, Easel. Okay, easels. Country <laughs> and club. I'm going to go with Sweden. Ooh! Yes, well done. For first I thought five I points. heard Sweden in there. Well, <laughs> All right, okay, I'm very excited now. Right, five points and the club. I only know one Swedish <laughs> I only know one Swedish club, so if it's not Malmo. <laughs> no, it's AIK Stockholm. <laughs> there you go. But that's a great, you got five points. Well, last week, no one got a single point in the first round. So five points to East Sultan. <laughs> All right. And Vladimir's sitting here going, oh my God, what's going on for me now? <laughs> He's very, very scared, right? <laughs> All right. So here, now if we can try to find this song. Okay, here we go. All right. This is a good one. It is a nice one. It's a fun one. I have no ideas about this. <laughs> Maybe German. <laughs> okay, it's not Germany. Have a guess for, for a country. Go on. It's in Europe. Europe, okay. Maybe Austria. No, it's Turkey. Turkey. So, which team is it? In Istanbul. Yes, in Istanbul. <laughs> Which team? There's lots of teams. Fenerbahce, maybe. No! <laughs> Besiktas. Besiktas. So, no points. But that's good. They have two teams. Besiktas and Fenerbahce. <laughs> and Galatasaray. Oh, you see, they're, they're just... Well, anyway. And then, I think Isabel's were. Anyway, okay. So, the next person up is Alina. Alina, are you ready? Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> this one. Uh, I think you'll like this one, okay? I think you should... I think you should get this. I, I, okay, here we go. If we can find it, here we go. Okay. Okay, country. And team. So, what, what country do you think it is, Alina? It's in Europe. Mm, England. Did that sound like English? <laughs> Did that sound like English? I, 
I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. I I think you <laughs> Have you a temperature by the way, Lena? <laughs> I'm joking that you're in a fever. I'm joking. I'm joking. So I have no idea. Okay, it's Germany. It's Germany. So yeah. So what club? Who? I don't know German. So <laughs> okay. All right. Guess what team is it? What team? Uh, Wolfsburg. No, Cologne. Cologne. Okay, Cologne. That's not okay. Not not too far. Okay. Uh, so uh, next up is Andrew Flint. Andrew, um, no, this this one is fun for you. Okay, I think you will get it. All right, I think you will. I have I have belief. I have faith in you. That's a guarantee. I won't. But <laughs> Just please have faith. I have faith. Here we go. Okay, country, first of all. Uh, I've got two ideas and they're both completely different. I'm going to go with Portugal. Yes, well done. Five points. Okay, team. Oh, Berlin-Inches. Why? You see, you're all trying to be all these like who, cool hip kids. No, it's FC Porto, not Belenenses. <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, the easiest one. I, again, I tried to make it as easy as possible. Okay, and finally, double N, double N. Okay, here you go. This one is for you, okay? Okay. Okay. Country. UK. Again, did that sound like English to you? <laughs> I, 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 I think I heard Newcastle. Sounded <laughs> <laughs> English to me. I, I, yeah, like yesterday, I, I, by mistake, I'd actually, my, my channel it switched over to Welsh TV for the rugby. And I actually thought I was having a stroke or something like that. I thought something's wrong with me because I can't understand what these people are saying. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, it's not English. But anyway, no, it's Croatia. It's Croatia. So what's the team? Oh, wow. I don't know any club in Croatia. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you call? Good Jesus. Okay, have a guess. Um, okay. Uh, I'm having a hard time now. <laughs> you should be after you thought Croatia was English. <laughs> We're going to be completely unwanted in Europe. All right, uh, City, just name the city. I'll give you two points. Oh, my. I'm completely blank. I don't know why. Okay. Dino Zagreb, Dino Zagreb, there you go. No oh, okay. so Finally, well, at least people got something right today, so that's okay. All right. Missing word, missing word round. You have to just tell us the word that's missing. Okay, so the first one, Andy Mack. Beijing welcomes what with what? Opening what? <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds so weird. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I've got three things to, to wedge in <laughs> yeah, here, have yeah, I? Yeah. You have to wedge them into the Beijing, opening, yes. Uh, Beijing welcomes world. Yes. Good. What's my, what's my next one? With? <laughs> with what? With. Opening what? <laughs> Come on, Andy, quick. I'm telling you, quick. Uh, something to do with anal swabs. No! no okay, give him three <laughs> points. <laughs> give him five points. Right. No, it's welcomes the world with impressive opening ceremony. There you go. Right, very quickly, Isol Cody. Uh, West Ham uh, escape with what? Little dignity. Little dignity. Oh, my God. Okay, right. <laughs> Little... Ten. Okay. Last minute. Our last minute goal. Lucky win. I'll give you three points for that one. Okay, that's three points. Okay, Vladimir, what's the missing word? Scotland show what? 
to grind what? So Scotland show what to grind what? It's very difficult for me. Can I ask my friend, maybe? Mikhail, what do you reckon? Go help him out. <laughs> uh, please uh, repeat one more. <laughs> Scotland show what? Um, you. Skilled. Skilled. Underwear. 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 They don't wear underwear. Oh, no, gonna, not going to go there right now. Right. Very quickly. Uh, no, it's not. It's grit to grind out win. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Alina. No takers for what? No takers for what? Um... This is hard. <laughs> of course, it's just you can think of it's a football player's name. Football player's name. From which country? France. Oh, I'm making it so easy for you. I, I don't know Mbappe. Oh, Pogba, Pogba. Give her two points. Give her two points. That's it's a good good effort. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, uh, he has changed our what? He has changed our what? This is Harry Kane on Antonio Conte. He has changed our what? Changed our our life, our life, our mindset. Give him five points. That's that's a good one on that. And finally, double N. Uh, the tough what that shaped Nadal. The tough what that shaped Nadal. The tough Russian. <laughs> I've given you five points for that no tough love tough love okay very very quickly odd one out okay you just have to say which is the odd one out uh, this all related to Russian rugby because we're running out of time right now so uh, Andy Mack Erzede Arena um, the Lushniki or the Akriti Arena Akriti uh, Oh, no, it's actually the Erzade Arena. It was where Russia first played their international in uh, 1992. Okay, uh, Isolt Cody. I think he could get a win with this one. Um, Canada, Chile, Croatia. Canada, Chile, Croatia. Canada. No, it's actually Croatia. Russia have never beaten Croatia. Okay, they've beaten Canada, beaten Chile, never beaten Croatia. Um, uh, Vlad, Vladimir, uh, Zimbabwe, USA or Namibia? Zimbabwe, USA. USA, no, uh, no, it's Zimbabwe. It's Zimbabwe because they've never lost. Russia have never lost to Zimbabwe. Three and oh. All right. Uh, very, very quickly. Um, Alina, 15, 16, 17. 15, 16, 17. Which is the odd one out? Which? 16. 16, correct. 10 points for you. Well done because it's the highest ranking that Russia have ever been at. Andrew Flint, Kaliningrad, Krasnoyarsk, Krasnodar. Kaliningrad, Krasnoyarsk, Krasnodar. Uh, Krasnodar. Oh, it's Krasnoyarsk, Krasnoyarsk. Uh, the biggest ever attendance is there against Ireland in 2002, ah. against Italy in 1998, 15,000 people. And finally, double N, Wales, Ireland, Scotland. Wales, Ireland, Scotland. I'll go with Ireland. No, you should go with Scotland because they've oh. never had a head coach from Scotland. So who is our winner? Our winner is Alina. Alina. Alina, woohoo! Well done. Okay, you won in lockdown. So congratulations for the win. Thank you, guys. <laughs> okay, thank you very much, Alina. Okay, right, folks, we are going out. Thank you, all our guys on the quiz tonight. We are going out. We have two winners. We have, or three winners. One is, I'll just double check in here, uh, Denise Salavat. And the person, I don't have their name, but their number is ending, their phone number ends with, da 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 dum 4933, 4933, okay? 4933, you'll be getting the pack. Packet uh, pack and Denise is our champion. He wins the first prize. Okay, folks, uh, thank you very much, Mikhail. Thank you much, Vladimir. You. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's great. And of course, remember, folks, this weekend you can go down and uh, help to get a new home for Philly to help out the club as well. Remember, kids training on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then the adults, beginners on Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday, and okay, Saturday right, at yes. 8 o'clock. Okay, folks, we're going out to the new week. So remember, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. And remember, 
as Fun's saying right now, we always have to carry on. And remember, look after yourselves, look after each other, and have a great week. Back next week with more Capital Sports.